Here we are once again. Uh, boy, boy, I just listened to that once again. Once again. I saw the daisy. I saw the daisy saying once again, once again. Once again. <laughs> I, I, I go between very, you know, my doctoral side, right. my well-educated side, mm-hmm. and my little boy running around in tar with bare feet. <laughs> I do. It's just my, oh, my a goodness. well-rounded person. I just took my wife some roses Aww. for Valentine's Day. Right. And I didn't get, a, a, I'll say it this way, I didn't get a container to put them in because I told my wife, I said, don't you know when we moved from the house we threw out a hundred vases? Mm. And then she said, what? <laughs> I said, a hundred vases. When did you start saying vases? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess so many British TV shows. Oh, That's what it is. Goodness. The you know, boss came out. Yeah, I would. I, I can't even make myself say it. Yeah, it's a vase, brother. It's, it's a, a vase. vase. <laughs> Maz. Uh, Maz sounds so much better. Yeah. Tell me one more time. The you're, you're drinking a smoothie. What kind of smoothie? It's called an angel food smoothie. An angel. It's got food. fruit in it yeah. and. Other wonderful stuff. And that's only like 370 calories. Wow. Lots of protein. Yeah. And you didn't bring me one. Okay. No, I asked you. Yeah. You, I said, you want me to yeah. bring you a smoothie? Yeah. And, and you said, do they make them chocolate <laughs> without sugar? And I texted you back and said, probably not. They're still in business. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. But that, it's uh, since we were actually having to record today right. brother T yeah. at yeah. lunchtime right yeah because of your hectic schedule yeah my my schedule went haywire again this morning so I, I appreciate you being willing to adjust yeah well you're going to have to adjust for me starting soon yes that is and very we haven't figured out how that's going to happen no, yet no but it will but tax happen. season is here right yes and i'm about to do taxes <laughs> <laughs> you matthew you <laughs> am, you matthew. tax collector <laughs> yeah but matthew he had a close relationship with jesus he did he so did I'm he all did right with that so this is valentine's day what it do is. you have any plans well, yeah. <laughs> also on the way over here, when you said let's do it later, right. uh, Brother T, I rescheduled the whole morning, so that's uh, why I wasn't able to come any earlier than it was. Okay. So one of the things I had to do was to run by. Uh, we have dinner each Tuesday night with our, my in-laws, my wife's parents, because we happen to live on the same property as they uh, live yes, on. Yes, right. And my wife thinks it's a good thing, and I do too, yeah. that we spend that evening with them, and we... We kind of share cooking responsibilities and that sort of thing. So my mother-in-law, Yvonne, had to have cupcakes. Aye. She wanted uh, she wanted her some Valentine Day. Like, do you say Valentines or Valentines? Valentines. Yeah, yeah. yeah how many people say Valentines? Though? I know it. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, uh, well, like the people leave the L out of Walmart. Right. Walmart. <laughs> W-O-M-A-R-T, Walmart. Uh, oh we're, we're really off today. But anyway, I stopped, I stopped at the bake shop and got three cupcakes. One for Marilyn's parents, one for Marilyn. I don't like cupcakes. Huh. I like a lot of dry little cakes. Yeah. Who wants to eat that? So I got me a cream horn. Oh, my oh, so goodness. Oh, my goodness. I love cream horn. So you do this every Tuesday night? Yeah, well, it's not going to cream horn uh, yes. night, but <laughs> we do. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what we had. We had some really good, like, oh, chicken casserole last okay. week. Okay, okay. So her mom's cooking a roast right. tonight. Okay. We're eating that together. So we're actually spending Valentine's evening. Yes. But tomorrow night I'm taking her to a steakhouse. Oh, which one? 
uh, Ruth's Chris. Wow. My wife's yeah. favorite. Yeah. So we don't go there often. We went there about yeah six weeks ago for our anniversary. Yes. We'll go there again. We'll probably go there four times a year. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, about five thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to drop out of uh, retirement every time we go. <laughs> I'm taking Leslie, my sugar num num. I'm taking her to the Acropolis tonight, mm-hmm. and I actually took her flowers yesterday. A dozen roses. Yeah, cheaper uh, the day before. Well, well done, yeah, so. we are actually leaving tomorrow, as you know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Rockingham, North Carolina. Her aunt passed away. Um, and I'm going to preach her funeral. Mm-hmm. So I, I got them a day before Valentine's Day so that she would be able to enjoy them a little bit. You know, yeah, that's really that. nice yeah. because they're kind of going to probably be yeah. gone, yeah. Yeah, faded be, by the time you get back. I took mine. Uh, my wife was working today, and I took her by a dozen roses. Uh-huh. Got them right after I got the cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> and then tomorrow, my wife's big present, ah, chicken coop. A chicken coop. Chicken, she's getting her chicken coop tomorrow. Okay, you're going to have to explain. What mm-hmm. does that even mean? Well, you know, chickens are roosting animals. Okay. So just like a wild turkey does not sleep on the ground at night, a wild turkey flies up in a tree because it's safer up in the tree. Okay. When you keep chickens, they have to have a place to rest called a coop huh. in the evenings. Yeah. And it's, it can be anything, barn looking, whatever. But we found a fella in Turtletown, Tennessee. For those who may listen to us from somewhere there, yes, there is Turtle Towns just outside Copper Basin, <laughs> right? <laughs> Down the street from Possum Creek. <laughs> anyway, we found this guy online, yeah. and oh man, he makes a nice chicken coop with a run. Okay, so you're actually talking about a real chicken coop. Y'all are real. getting into chicken business? We're getting chickens, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. See, I did not know that. We'll be getting chickens this month, and they need a place to stay. Uh-huh. So we keep them a brooder for a while, which is something that's got warmth in a box, and you keep them right. warm uh, until they get to a certain age, like five weeks old, uh-huh. and then you move them to the coop right. and you introduce them to the outdoors. Uh-huh. And so this is uh, six feet wide, 12 feet long, and the actual coop is smaller than that but that yeah. is the coop and the run the run is where they get outside and you it's all fenced in with chicken wire to keep them safe from the animals who also love chicken as much as baptist preachers <laughs> right there's raccoons right. possums yeah. hawks yeah. eagles they all love chickens mm-hmm. so you have to keep them safe yeah and it's been delivered tomorrow he's putting on a flatbed truck and carrying it over to our house tomorrow and that's her big uh, birthday present. Well, how cool. How cool. I, I, if I knew you were talking about a real chicken coop. Real, real chicken real coop. Chicken. Like foghorn leghorn uh, chicken coop. <laughs> chicken little chicken coop. You need to get a smoothie every time, brother. You're on fire today, <laughs> son. You. You're on you. fire. I, one of our regular listeners, my buddy, David Hudson, lives in Whitwell. Mm-hmm. He has chickens, and so I know all about chicken I mean, Yeah. yeah. So he has told me all about them. I just can't wait uh, to have fresh chickens. I mean, yeah. fresh chicken eggs. Okay, yeah. I'm glad fresh you chicken eggs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not buying these to eat. We're buying right. them to eat their eggs. Right. And yes. for my wife to play with. Yeah. You know, because yeah. she lives on a farm. She wants an animal. Uh-huh. Chickens are our first start. And then. Right. Dog, goats, camels. I don't know what comes next. <laughs> All right, we better. <laughs> yeah, you know, we better too get much started. Time. But um, hey, I hope everybody has a great Valentine's week. Right. Most people won't listen to this today. They'll listen yeah. to it sometime during the week. Right. right. So, uh, yeah. But since it is Valentine's Day, you yes. thought, hey, let's talk about love. I thought that was a good thing. You yeah. wore a red shirt. I did. I wore a red shirt. And so, um, uh, so let me throw sure. out the first question here. Is love, now this is interesting, yeah. is love and being in love the same thing? 
Is it the same thing? You know, I wrote you all these questions this week because yeah. I didn't know the answers. I want to hear what you had to say. Right. But I'll yeah. give you. I mean, I'm just going to I'm just going to throw something in the wall and see if it sticks. Okay. 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 So, I love my boys. I have two sons. Right. I love my grandson. I'm not in love with any of those three. Okay. Right. Yeah. I love my in-laws. Right. I loved my parents while they were still alive. Yes. Right. But I wasn't in love with any of them. Mm. I think in love, the difference between love and in love is that romantic element. Okay. I think it's when you add romance. Don't ask me to define romance because I'm like the most unromantic person you'll ever want to meet in your entire life. You are. I am yes, so Yes, that's what Marilyn has told me, but yes, okay. And she's, she yeah. always tells the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Just ask her. <laughs> so you're saying being in love is like having a quiver in your liver. Basically. Yeah, the quiver yeah. in your liver. Yeah, quiver yeah. in your liver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes okay. you spend money irrationally. Right, yeah. Act, act silly. Yes. You know, do things yeah. you would normally do. Right. I, I went to a Barry Manilow concert one Barely time. Barely man enough. Uh, <laughs> Barry Manilow. And so that's when I knew I was in love. I mm-hmm. mean, I would never have done yeah, that. Yeah, I went to a Donnie and Marie concert. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you're in love. Oh, yeah. You know Of course, you I, she went with a, we both went to a Billy Joel concert, which is oh, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Course, yeah, that was. Yeah. Really I'd like to go to a Bob Dylan concert. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does he still yes. do them? I doubt it, I but it. I'd love to have known that. Yeah, so, I, so you're saying that being in love and just just love, um, being in love is adding that romantic part to it. That's what that's how I would interpret that. That it's a it's not a deeper sort of love, it's a different sort of love, it's right. a it's a love that again. Um, has the romanticism in in love denotes to me having that romantic element that doesn't any other love relationship. Now, again, some people will say they're in love with God. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah. I, if that's true, and if that's yes. an accurate statement, then maybe my definition is wrong. Yeah. Okay. Well, in America, we love everything. We, we love pizza. We oh, love yeah. our poodle. You know, we love everything. Yes, we do. And um, but but I, I like your definition. I almost have yeah. a romantic relationship with pizza, though. I could almost say I'm in love with pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty close. Which quickly, thankfully, is going to lead us to the next question. Okay, okay go here ahead. we go. You didn't, uh, you didn't, are you just going to agree with me, though? You have no yeah, counter have, argument. I have nothing to add. Okay. Yeah, I have nothing to add. <laughs> Okay. I like what you said. I, thank you. I will co-sign that. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we love others with the same love that God has for us? With the same love that God has for us. I found a verse. Yes, sir. Um, and you know who wrote that verse. It had to be this one particular apostle. It did. The apostle of love. Yes. Yeah, and that's John um, 13 and verse 34. It says this, uh, Doc. A new commandment I give to you that you love one another. And here it is. As I have loved you, that you also love one another. As I've loved you, that you love one another. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I think that that is the, what we should do to love others with the same love that God has for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, God has perfect love, of course, and we are clay. We are human. So we're going to fall short. What say you? Yeah, I think... I think that is our example. That's why he had to pray for it. Yes. Yeah. It's something to pray for. Right. Because he didn't see it happening naturally. Yes. Yeah. And so there's a development, I think, that he was watching in his apostles 
uh, as they were very varied in their personalities and their background and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. probably saw the struggles and the strife that they were having, knowing that he's going to leave, leave them with it. Right, when yeah. He, and, and they were going to have to work together, mm-hmm. and they're going to struggle together. They're going to have to give sacrifices for each other. And so he was praying to the Father that, that they might have bestowed upon them that same kind of love that he was also going to sacrifice for them and he was going to, you know, to look over their faults and that sort of thing. So, yes, I do think that it is possible, but it's only possible as God gives us the power to do it. Right, because I, I just jotted down about three bullet points that God accepts us completely, uh, that he loves us unconditionally, he forgives us totally and then as I was thinking about that, you know, I'm thinking, I mean, I've known you forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, those three things, I mean, it, it has to be with God's help. Because yes. we are, I remember Bill Stafford, that great evangelist who's in heaven now. Right. I was honored to be a pallbearer at his funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember one time I had him when I pastored in um, wherever I was. And um, he said, uh, we were driving down the road heading to Cracker Barrel. Um, and he said, you know what, Tony? I wouldn't even love you if it wasn't for God, like that. And I thought, man, that was that was low. That was low. That was low, Bill. <laughs> you know. But then he began to talk, you know, and he's just talking about I'd be so self-centered, you know. He, he and he always said this. He said God had to knock the Stafford out of me, you know. And, uh, and 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 he said that in the same sentence. God has to knock the Stafford out of me mm-hmm. so that I love you and yeah. I love this one and I love that one. Right. You know? He said, but because of God, I can love you. That's really good. I've never forgotten Mm -mm, that. That's really good. And so, yeah, I think we can love others with the same love that God has loved us, but we'll never reach that perfection. I think, too, some people, maybe it's a longer journey than others. Yeah. You know, some people are naturally loving individuals and caring individuals. Teddy bear types. Yeah, teddy bear types. And other people are more independent. Right. You know, they can, um, it's difficult they're like a porcupine right hard, hard to get clothes yes. you know yeah and I, some of it also is not a personality but experience maybe they've been right. hurt that kind of thing and, yeah. and they go how am i gonna love him i can't love anybody more because i got hurt so badly right. that sort of thing again it's the work of the spirit it is it's the work it of the spirit in a person's life that you should pray about because mm. i really think that for the church to have the kind of dynamic force in the world that it ought to have that it perhaps does not have now mm-hmm. is much goes on in um, much goes on in the church that goes on in politics. Mm, Too much wow. division. Yeah, there definitely a lot of division. Too much mean on of us. Yes, right. And I yeah. and I grew that. You know, I've been preaching in a denomination that I'm not a part of recently, and <laughs> I got a phone call the other night from the former pastor who had to leave, and at like thirty seconds into the conversation, he said, "Hey, you." Would you be willing to change denominations? <laughs> really? And, yeah, I said, well, uh, no, sir. Uh, he said, well, it's not that much difference. I said, no, there's not a whole lot of difference between the two. I mean, what was the, why was he wanting you to? I think because in this particular denomination, I am not able, as I'm helping them, yeah. to do everything that needs to be done because I'm not allowed. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like Lord's Supper. Right. Okay. Got to yeah. be a member of that denomination to do yeah. that. And I've always so opposed that. Right. I, I disagreed with it when I pastored the Baptist church. Mm-hmm. This is a Presbyterian church. I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I think a, a, a born-again believer, a person up there, um, 
I don't care if you're a Methodist, Baptist, whatever. If you want to, if you, if you are a believer and you're in that position at the time that you can administer the Lord's Supper, I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. I don't have all those restrictions. I know I'm, I'm not your typical guy well, like I mean, that, but I don't see the they're issue not in with the Bible. It. Actually, I, I don't find those restrictions. Traditions in the Bible. of the elders yeah. is what right. I call them. Yeah, yeah, which is. Yeah, what Jesus had a lot to talk about. He, yeah, he 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 so dealt you, with that. Now you right. added to that's yes. what he was saying. Yeah, my 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 disciples don't wash the, their hands the way you want them to mm-hmm. wash their hands, but actually, it's the tradition of the elders that they're breaking, not God's word that they're breaking. Which is a big difference, mm-hmm. a big difference. But yeah, I agree. There there's division. Um, I me my mind four words that spell decline. I mean, when we right. get I itis, we get in trouble, man. Yes, we really you do. You know, and um, and so that's why we 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 definitely lead this love uh, of God. I mm-hmm. mean, God's love. When He God's love poured into us, yes, and expressed out of us by the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. Mm. Well, that'll preach. Gosh, I need to write that I don't, down. I don't think you could even say it again. I don't the same either. Way. I mean, yeah. I know where it was coming from, yeah. but I would, have to, I would have to think hard to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, goodness. Now, I'm reading this one out loud here. You uh, texted this question to me, so here it is. Okay. Does God only bless a marriage when it's between two virgins? Go for it, my brother. Go for it. You go away, and you're going to respond to... My response. I'm going to respond to your response. Well, here's what I want to say. In the world, there's good, better, and best. Okay. Okay? To have the best relationship that you can have, then I'm not saying God will only bless marriage between two virgins. I'm saying to have the best relationship between the two of you that you can possibly have then you would not have shared yourself with another before you shared yourself with your spouse. Because uh, I think beyond it just being an emotional, physical relationship, the Bible teaches that there is a spiritual thing that occurs when two come together and become one in sexual union. Mm-hmm. So, again, I had a mentor who would always explain this because he spent a lot of times in New Orleans in seminary, and he would talk about the many prostitutes and you know there's a lot of vice mm-hmm. in that city right yeah and he said you witnessed to uh, someone male or female who's a prostitute and had given themselves to so many different partners he said there's just a visible palpable division in that person they have a very hard time devoting themselves to one person they've given so much of themselves away in mm. that sexual union they've had carelessly that they are not able to give all of themselves to the person who is their spouse okay well, let me play devil's advocate does yeah. that in any way uh, diminish the forgiveness of god and the new creation that we become in christ when we become one with him you know, I mean, um, because, you know, optimum, yes. Right. You know, but um, there's so many uh, that um, listening, you know, that that it's not been that way, but have been forgiven. You know, as we had talked pre-recording, you know, he casts our sins as far as the East is from the West, you know. Right. Um, he, he forgives us uh, when we confess our sins. We are new creations in Christ, yes. you know, and and so uh, and then I had mentioned that um, you know there's an added dimension in Matthew chapter five verse uh, twenty 
uh, 8, where it says, But I say to you, whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. But has not joined with her physically, physically which is the union the, that... Exactly. But that has committed about. adultery. You know, mm-hmm. I've often said that if you lust after eggs and bacon, you've already committed breakfast in your heart, you know. <laughs> and so, um, and there's a lot of people that have committed breakfast, Yeah, you know. But some people yeah. just only toast and jam, not <laughs> eggs and bacon. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. But anyway, um, you know, so so I think, um, you know, it, it would be great. It's ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank God for his forgiveness. Thank I, God that we are new creations. I totally agree. Here's, yeah. but here's the, here's the, uh, I'm not saying it's without hope. Like I'm not saying you can't have a good marriage. Right. I'm saying, but there is good, better, and best. Yeah. And, all of those scriptures that you share, I totally agree with because they're in the Word of God. Right. But the Bible does teach that we really dual citizens. We have a body that is, the Bible says, dying every day. Right. And a spirit that's been renewed every yes. day. Mm-hmm. Being renewed every day. So w- when Jesus talked to Nicodemus in John chapter 3 about being born again, he couldn't understand that dichotomy, that duality of his mm-hmm. existence. Because mm-hmm. all he could think about was his physical existence. How can I go back to my mother's womb and be born again? Right. Yeah. So he said, wait a minute. What's born of the spirit is spirit. What's born of the flesh is flesh. Mm-hmm. So he identifies there's two parts of us. What we do know that is our spirit has been reborn. All things have become new. Right. Your sins have been cast as far as the east is from the west. Mm-hmm. But Paul describes the body that he's dragging around as, who's going to deliver me from this body of death? Oh, yeah. I got this thing going around that has not been changed. Mm -hmm. It has not become new. Mm -hmm. And that's what entered into those relationships prior to marriage. It will carry that around that you will have to fight. Mm -hmm. You will have to deal with that. And God's grace will help you get through that. I'm just saying good, better, best. It's, It's not best because... That's one element that you'll have to bring into that marriage mm-hmm. that you'll have to continue surrender to the Lord. Mm-hmm. It can become a, uh, a stronghold in your life that you t- continue to have to be pulled down by the Spirit. Yeah. So I'm saying to people who have not yet gotten married and who have not yet had uh, sex that right. stay pure. Yeah. Yes. Stay pure. It, mm-hmm. It's not all lost if you haven't. You say, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I can't put you know, milk back in the bottle once it's poured. Yeah. Well, you're exactly <laughs> right. You yeah. can't. So you need to start today from where you do not add any more to that itinerary, to that list yeah. that you're going to have to overcome later by the Spirit of God, which will. You won't be held accountable for that sin. Mm-hmm. You will be forgiven of that sin. Everything will become new. But I'm afraid you still got to carry this body around with you yeah. Yeah. until you die. Yeah, yeah. I've often told kids that were dating you know, uh, to to take a gigantic, the biggest Bible they they could find, and in the front seat of the car, lay it down, and he's going to have to climb over Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and that will determine how he acts. Yeah, <laughs> I encourage so, you yeah. to put in the back seat. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is that is very very true. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, about but yeah, about yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think we both are saying basically the same thing. We are, and um, but. Um, but yeah, it's for those who are not married. Um, purity is so important. I mean, it, it's just so important. It's very important. So if I do a, a wedding and I do my pre-wedding counseling, right? Uh, we'll get a little bit into that. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't mind asking mm-hmm. you guys together. Have you been active? Uh, were you active before you met? That sort of thing. And there, because there are ways of counseling. 
mm-hmm. from that point forward. Sure, sure. Yeah. And the sad thing is, you and I know that often they're not honest. Definitely. Either about their present yeah. relationship or right. past relationships. Right. Yeah. But all you can do is deal with what you got, right? That's and, exactly uh, right. And, you know, I, you know, I've been doing it for so long that man times have changed. And um, and most of the time that question, if they're honest, is yes. Yeah. You know, and so... Um, You're but, shamed uh, so much anymore in school. Right. To be a virgin. That's true. That it's is a shame. Mm-hmm. Again, when I was a, a kid in school... You kind of knew, mm-hmm. you know, who was and who wasn't because right. it was public knowledge. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, if there were folks who had been, you know, mm-hmm. not virgins, yes, they and you didn't know it. Yeah, that was pretty good because they were really <laughs> keeping it under wraps. Otherwise, everybody talked. Yes, yeah. everybody talked. Nowadays, what does it matter to talk? Right. Yeah. Because. Yeah. You only get talked about if you don't. That, mm, boy, that is so, so true. That's, that's what our grandkids are growing up in. Yeah, that is. That is. You've got one, I've got two. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right, here's the last one that we're going to spend a little bit of time on. Is this already the last one? This is already the last one, unless you skipped one. No. Well, that would have been me skipping one. That would have been one, you but, skipping. Yeah, You're but, reading yeah. questions. Is there <clears throat> marriage in the new heaven and new earth? And if so... Are we married to the same spouse as this life? Is there marriage in the new heaven and the new earth? And if so, are we married to the same spouse as this life? So the common answer is when the Pharisees asked Jesus about this particular person who had been married several times. Right. And so whose wife is she going to be? Because this brother died, this brother died, this brother died. She didn't have children by any of these brothers. Right. Therefore, whose wife will she be in heaven? Well, Jesus makes the declaration. Well, you since you're asking a question about heaven, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Right now in heaven are God and the angels. Well, right. the angels don't have marriage. They don't, I guess, don't have sex, although there is some indication when you talk about succubus and incubus that maybe that's different. But the... The cultural norm, the way that God set up the structure of the angels, is not to reproduce, uh, but to to remain solitary. Therefore, they don't marry or are given marriage right. in heaven. Mm-hmm. So we then tend to, maybe rightfully so, right. I'm just going to say maybe rightfully so, right. project that from the point in which we die all the way through eternity. That's going to be our case. Yeah, 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 and and I I, I think I lean more on the rightfully so, or mm-hmm. I think I do, um, but uh, you know I'd mention Romans seven, um, the woman who has a husband is bound by law to her husband as long as he lives. Yeah. Uh, but then when the husband dies, she is released from the law of her husband. You know, it just seems to indicate, and there's also one in First Corinthians. I think it's seven. Um, seems to indicate that we are married, you know, we often say it in our vows, to death do us part, you mm-hmm. know. And then when we die, uh, then we are released from those marriage vows. Mm-hmm. And so if we are released from those marriage vows when we die, mm-hmm. you know, and what Jesus said, you know, in heaven there's ne- neither marriage nor given in marriage, rock the angels. Mm-hmm. You know, putting those two things together, I have never found one theologian 
that says anything differently, that we are married in heaven. I, I've yeah. just never have found that. Well, so. I, said, I said, number one, and I'm not arguing for anything, right. but I think that we too quickly take up an answer yeah. and, and make it a doctrine. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So I'm saying, number one, the, the spouses that are released... It was speaking on the spouse's behalf. So that remains. they could remarry. So, yeah. you know, they would not have to remain alone mm-hmm. and they could remarry. Particularly for the women, because the women didn't own property. Mm-hmm. And for them to have property right, yeah. and to have a way to survive, they often needed to have a husband. Yes. So I, I really do believe that was spoken about a particular situation in a particular culture at a particular time. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you can get married because your spouse is dead. Right. Really wasn't talking about eternal things. It was okay. talking about earthly things. Mm-hmm. And then I would say, secondly, that while we can't apply the thing about angels is everyone knows we're not angels. <laughs> Definitely right? not. Yes. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> and so Jesus is talking about that temporary abode, if you right. want to use a good Word mm-hmm. abode, yeah, place of dwelling, right, which is temporary, which is what we call heaven, mm-hmm. which is not our eternal home. Mm-hmm. I know that we've written a lot of songs about sure. it being our eternal home. But it's the new heaven and the new earth. But the new heaven and new earth are totally different than right. heaven. Yes, heaven yes. simply yes. means the dwelling place of God. Yeah, and when we die, yeah, we go to the dwelling place of God. We are right. now united with Him because we're now in our sinless spirit, where we no longer have enmity between us and God and we can be in his presence. Right, yes. That's yeah. why we can't be there now so we yeah. are there then but that is not our eternal dwelling place because we were created for something greater. Mm. We're given rewards not so we might just sit around God yeah. but that we might serve him for eternity right. by ruling and reigning and having all the responsibilities that we have. Mm-hmm. So I see and here's where, here's where I think there is some speculation that can rightfully take place is that the new heaven and new earth is is the rejoining of divine God with sinless humankind, right. the way it was created to be mm-hmm. in the garden before okay. sin entered in the world. This is the way God wanted it to be for right. eternity. Right. But, you know, man always messes up, did mess up. We have this horrible interlude right. that we have recorded in the Bible from that time until Jesus then remedies that through his death, but finally culminates that in judgment when he returns, mm-hmm. and we now rule and reign with him for eternity, even after this heaven and this earth has passed away. So, well, my, I'm just throwing the, I'm throwing it out to you then. So, what are you saying? So, why is the new heaven and the new earth not a continuation of the way it was in Genesis first two chapters before the fall mm-hmm. and in that God put men and women together for the purpose two purposes really okay uh, beyond serving him and beyond worshiping him and fellowshipping with him right but his purposes on earth were to take care of the planet right you know I made this thing it's all good now I'm a, you're going to be the gardeners mm-hmm and to be together. I want right. you to be together. He put them together and to populate the earth. So right. they had a family and they had children. Right. Thus means there was procreation, which means sex. Yes. Took place, right? Yes, definitely. So you've got a family, mm-hmm. you've got sex, mm-hmm. you've got a place to dwell in, you've got a family unit. So you're leaning toward Mormonism. <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing? You're, I mean, you're populating. You're I didn't populating say we're populate other planets. <laughs> other planets. <so. laughs> I'm not leaning anyway. I okay. just again, okay. 
I'm a deep thinker. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this then, Doc. <laughs> let me ask you this, brother. Um, you know, the Bible said when you look at marriage, it said that one of the main reasons is so man would not be alone. You know, that's what it says. Yeah. Um, and, and then they, that they may be a helpmate. Um, and then procreation. You know, those are the three main uh, things for marriage. Is, for marriage that I find in the book of Genesis when mm-hmm. God ordained it or laid it out. Yes. You know, in heaven there is not going to be any loneliness. That's a deficiency. Um, heaven is better, not less. You know, um, and and uh, there, there's not going to be a any of those things or reasons that were given. And, and I don't think we're going to procreate in heaven. You know, uh, I don't find that anywhere in the Bible. Not in heaven, you heavens and your earth. No, yeah, I don't even see that anywhere in the Bible either. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, and so because of that, and what Jesus said, you know, I think I'm going to lean toward what I, I've read from so many others. You know, and um, I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. and and you know. Um, but the fact that we can't, we don't have a Bible verse for it, I guess, you know, laid yeah. out. And, and I love what you say, you know, looking at the balance of Scripture. Yeah, we, we, you, yeah. you rightly divide the word of truth, yeah, yeah. you know, and so that means there is some effort right. put into it to yes. do that. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, Bible says it, I believe it, that settles it. Yeah. Well, what did the Bible say? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and yes. that's the yeah. problem. Well, it's what my denomination says, mm-hmm. it's what my seminary said, it's what my professor mm-hmm. said, it's what my daddy said. Right. And then just say that. Yeah, yes. Because yes. you and I can look at a verse and it says two different things to us right. because we look at it different. But anyway, I, I, I'm I just saying that... Um, You're I, thinking not, about it. You're thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not saying that I say this is the way it is. Right. But given the scope of Scripture and the scope of eternity and what God intends, I think, by what I understand in Scripture, is to reconnect once again and start over. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's get back here to the beginning again and do it right. This is what, when God says it's not good for man to be alone, it wasn't after the fall. It was before the fall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to bring in all of the things that happened afterwards. Good point. Yeah. He was not separate from God. They mm-hmm. had perfect fellowship with God mm-hmm. in the garden. Right. And we're right. learning from him. Right. And we're giving things, would be given, I think, eventually the tree of knowledge of good and evil mm-hmm. and the tree of life. All those things that got put in the garden for a purpose. If there had not been that sin. Right. Yeah. Because yet they were maturing because they were learning from God this mm-hmm. whole time. So in that sinless state is when marriage and when the mm-hmm. two of them were put together and God made things, it's not good for you guys to be alone. Mm-hmm. So I, I, if we're going to go, we're not going to go back to just right after the fall when we get reconnected to God, new heavens and new earth are made. We're mm-hmm. going before the fall right. and the way things that were. Now, I agree. Maybe if we have all the redeemed saints from all the ages who are living for eternity, mm-hmm. then certainly we're not going to be alone as it was true in the beginning when you know, there were no other humans, if you believe the way we believe. And, right, yeah. You know, they're, they're the very first humans right, that yes. were created. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. There, there's not that issue to be alone. How big that is in God's scheme, I'm not sure. Sure, right. You know, for that to be the case. But I, I, he still put them together. We do also know, Doc, that there's going to be a marriage supper. I mean, we know that. Catered by Cracker Barrel. Hallelujah. <laughs> better get better. <laughs> Cracker, Cracker Barrel needs to get redeemed. <laughs> 
maybe they'll get changed uh, in a twinkling. Uh, maybe too. <laughs> uh, but I mean, Scripture talks about the fact that we're the bride of Christ. You know, yes. believers, we're the bride of Christ. That there's right. going to be the marriage supper of the Lamb. You know, He's going to present us spotless, and you know, and so mm-hmm. we have all of that that factors into it as well. Yeah. And so I think that's an I think it's an interesting question. I, I think it um, is too. I think that again, let me just encourage people to study their Bibles yeah. and don't just take without questioning right, yeah. everything everybody says. I found that too many times for the sake of time as a pastor, mm. I give people the quick answer right. that I had been told. Yes. And if I had chance, I would later go back and go, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. I was listening to someone preach yesterday, a podcast or something. Yeah. And Doc, they said this, this preacher said this, remember, there's no bottom to the Bible. You just keep keep digging. That's just keep digging, keep digging, keep digging. There's I, no bottom to the every Bible. Every road yeah. you go over, there's more taters. Yeah. <laughs> every time you go over that road, there's more taters. And that's what I have found. Right. I have, and, and they get richer as yes. you get yeah. deeper. And that's yeah. what I feel like that... Um, we, we end up defending things that maybe we need to refine a little right, bit yeah. and say, you know, that was what that guy 500 years ago. Mm. And that guy 500 years ago has the same Holy Spirit. I am right, not yes. going to diminish that. But we have many more resources right, than right. that That's true. person did that many years. And you know what? That person that many years ago was also prejudicial in his view of Scripture. Mm-hmm. I was also hit his biases, also had experiences. Mm-hmm. I mean... Just like us. Just like us. Yes, yes. And so I've always just challenged people, just because somebody was 500 years ago, and we call them a patriarch or, you know, the founding fathers of the faith, that kind of thing, yeah. they weren't perfect. No. They weren't perfect. They could have made mistakes. Right. And, uh, you know, you and I went to seminary. We we can tell people some serious mistakes these people Definitely. Made. Yes, and definitely. And you would not honor them for those. Mm-hmm. You would honor them for their scholarship, their walk with the Lord, and the, the stand that they took for truth. Mm-hmm. Maybe not some of the other stands that they took. Yeah, th- th- I agree. I yeah. agree completely because there are so many, and I know you and I are probably thinking about several right mm-hmm. now, but so many that, man, some of their doctrine was straight on, yes. right around with what the Word of God says or right with what the Word of God says. Yeah. But then, man, they were and then off. They, then they take a hard left. Yes. And yeah. go, oh, you think these people are that? Yes. And would right. you treat that person that way? Exactly. Totally yes. not Christ-like. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and what we have to do is make sure that we don't do that. Yes. You know, um, and, and so I think that's where the I rubber... spend more time doing that now than ever. Right, because you got time. I have time to yeah. think about things. Right. How would I treat this person differently than I mm. treated them before? Mm. What would I say to this person now? Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of it's changed. I was telling man, with uh, maturity mm-hmm. comes wisdom. Yes. Yeah. I'm certainly not getting it all right, but some right. things are just going, wow, that makes sense yeah, now. Yeah, that right. I was pretty prejudicial, pretty mm. narrow-minded as a young preacher. Yeah, I think we all... Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, agree. I would yeah. take back many things I said in sermons wow. years ago. Yeah, wow. You know, on this Valentine's Day, Doc, I think, you know, to close it out, we just need to thank God for His love, for yeah. God's so love, man, the world that He gave his only begotten son. And and we we are so blessed because mm-hmm. of that love that mm-hmm. God gave. And um and because of his love we can love, you know. No matter what you give your sweetheart, mm-hmm. it will not be as valuable as the thing he gave us. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That is that is very, very, very it, true. Greater than a chicken coop. <laughs>
<laughs> Greater than a chicken Greater coop. Greater than a chicken Who would have ever thought that that would be our last statement? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it probably should be. Yeah, it probably should be. Greater than a chicken coop. I hope coop. you guys have a great week and enjoyed yeah. what we are talking about. And I, I always hope it causes you to think. Right. Right? Cause mm. you to think. Mm. And if you'll do that, I'll be happy. Yes. Have a great week. God bless.